Welcome into the banter. Take two. You don't know this take two, but that doesn't matter. I changed the color. Silas changed the color. We were asking the question of, does infrared reflect? So in theory, could we put a mirror on the ceiling so that Connor and or Silas or whoever else is sitting in that chair trying to change the color of the sign behind us can just yeah. point it at the ceiling. So mirror. I could just Dude. change it. I could just hit right here. My, uh, and the, the answer was inconclusive? Oh. Or it can, no, does I it think reflect? it can. I think it can. But it's yeah. like a hot reflect. mirror. No, what does that, that mean? I looked further and it's... I don't know. A lot of the infrared stuff was not talking about TV remotes, but it seemed like it seemed like it can reflect. Fascinating. Huh. I mean, it um, makes sense. It's light. I right. You know, yeah. back in the day, Samsung. It, well, it's not light. It's not light. What is infrared? It's like waves. Like what is that sending out? But yeah. lights waves. It's true. And sound waves. That, some that's kind of good point. some kind that's of wave signal, point. and it reflects. Um, well, it's like ba- TV. You How know, does TV work. It's, it's satellite TV. It's. Is, it, is that the same thing? Satellite TV is that the or same like thing? a TV remote? The more you think about technology, the less it makes TV. sense. You so know, let's just not go down that road. I know. <laughs> you know, back in the day, Samsung were putting in many of their phones and I don't think they still are. Many of their phones and tablets had an infrared sensor so you could use a remote app. I had it on my Samsung tablet so you could basically get a third party What's funny is they they took the time to put these in their system, but didn't even have a so like control your TV. Or there, yes, so there wasn't a native app. You had to get a app like a rem, universal you, you, remote. Oh, universal yeah, remote. I have could, the Roku remote and you could, on my phone. I have the Roku. Yeah, but I think it's Roku, a different technology Roku now. works over Wi-Fi though. This was like because oh. like if you notice like with the Roku TVs, um, if you're not connected to your Roku, yeah. you can't turn on that TV. Okay. Um, if it's like a sleep, I actually had that issue whenever I got my TV that was, um, this is actually a pretty crazy story. So whenever I, one of the TVs I have, I got from a dumpster, um, at the old place I lived, it was sitting out at the dumpster and I picked it up and it looked fine cosmetically. So I just took it inside and then went okay. to work. And then I got back and I was like, I'm going to see if this thing works. I plug it in. It turns on. The only issue is that like half the panel was like dim, but if you change the brightness setting, it fixed it and it's worked ever since. <laughs> but to get How did t- you figure that out? You just going through the menus. I, I was just like, one day? I was just, hmm, let me see if I could change the brightness and it'll fix it. And it did. That's all I did. Uh, do you have to do that every single time no. you turn it on? No, it does. It's it perfectly fine TV now. It probably is glitched. But to get it, yeah. yeah, it was some kind of weird glitch. But to get the TV to turn on because it didn't have anything, um, or no, not to, I could get it to turn on. That's how I knew it worked. But you couldn't get through the menu. And I didn't have a Roku remote, obviously. Yeah. Um, I We later bought one. But for me to get it turned on, you know, they have the app. But for the app to work, the TV has to be on the same network as your phone. And I was like, how the heck am I going to do that when I can't get in the menu on the TV? So what so I did... So like it, a wired port yeah. in the back? So I plugged it in. Yeah. I plugged it in and got on the same network through wired connection. That's how I got into it. But yeah, the Samsungs, they used to put like... Literally, you'd see like a little black dot on my tablet where like they sent out the infrared like you'd see on a remote. But I used my... I use an iPhone. I think it works different. I think... Well, iPhones... No, maybe, this was this was high school. I don't... I downloaded... I had like an iPhone 4 and I could use a universal TV remote on my so parents' TV. all I know is the TV that I was controlling with the Samsung was like a box TV. Like it was oh. able to send out codes. Like you, like you'd like go to like the brand and then yeah. type in the code. Yeah, that's try. what I did. So I don't know. I don't know. Maybe all phones have infrared. Well, maybe, but maybe, maybe. newer TVs don't need it. Like this TV was probably from well, like if the nineties. <laughs> this oh. wasn't from the nineties. So like, but this wasn't a smart yeah, TV old. either. This was yeah, like uh, I don't know. this was like the flat screen that had yeah. the back. Okay. I don't know if you know TVs. Are, I mean, yeah. TVs. 
most TVs are still communicating with some kind of signal, right? Because you have to still point it. It's not area. Yeah. 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 It's like a Wii. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like you, ever Wii you ever see people do the uh, the Wii sensor using candles? No. So what? That okay? So that bar that you plug in that you point your Wii at? Yeah. All that's doing is like triangulating or something like that. That sounded fancy. The the signal that you're pointing your remote at. It's basically like it, it doesn't really do anything. And because of the way it uses light, you can put up like two candles a certain distance away from each other and point the Wii remote at it and it works. It functions the same what? way. That's crazy. Let me find what? let me find the exact science. When I saw it at first, I was like, okay, so they're practicing witchcraft. Like like Yeah. Wait, Wii sensor candles trick. Okay. This is this is the okay. So you place two lit candles roughly as far apart as the sensor is wide. Um Okay, so Sounds like some it's two infrared stuff. LED bulbs that the controller recognizes to triangulate. I use the right word. Triangulate uh-huh. the positions between them. The only reason it plugs into the Wii is to power the infrared bulbs. Um, uh-huh. So the candles work the same way. It can triangulate that sensor just like those bulbs inside of that sensor. So candles work the same way as infrared sensors. Infrared, infrared LED bulbs, apparently. So we've technically we're absolutely infrared we've had infrared LED bulbs ever since candles were alive. He makes a good point. We've always had infrared. I don't know if the candles are infrared. Maybe that they maybe they can function the same way. Maybe they don't have to be infrared for the Wii remote to triangulate. Can I you just put two so light is bulbs. So infrared up? is infrared just fire? That is true. Why are we using candles? Maybe because that's just more fun. It is more fun. Oh well, it's I wonder if it's a, a fire. Heat, I wonder fire, if it's a heat thing. Maybe fire is. Uh, <laughs> maybe is fire infrared? Let's. Yeah. This is just as we don't that's even. Question. Okay, is fire infrared? That's what is the infrared? heat that? Let's just Google. Well, yeah. What? Yes, is the heat infrared? that we feel from sunlight, a fire, a radiator, a warm s- sidewalk is infrared. Oh, so that's why. So it is infrared. So that makes sense. Why candles. It works. Have the same. Yeah. Okay. So infrared is having a wavelength just greater than that of the red end of the visible light spectrum, but less than that of microwaves. Mm -mm. So infrared radiation has wavelength of about 800 nanometers to one millimeter and is emitted particularly by heated objects. The infrared region of the spectrum, infrared radiation. So that's why you can't see it because it's just past that, but it's not to microwave level. Yeah, we'd all be cool. So that is light that Here, puts off. So here's the thing. And okay. what's crazy is we, this whole time, we was selling, well, that original sensor, you all remember, came with that tiny little wire and yeah. it was just that little brick. Yeah. We had a pet rabbit that chewed through that cord. So we, they used to sell, we accessories were a sham, first of all. And we, how many batteries do you think we were all going through on our oh, Wii controllers? Packs. rechargeable packs. Well, yeah, eventually we got rechargeable well, ones. That didn't exist at first, or if it did, we just didn't no, have No, 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 like rechargeable double A's. Oh. That's what I was using. Mm, that's I can't smart. remember if that's what we, just had. we had. Packs. So we had them plugged in, and then we, we eventually had that. But in any case, the packs you could get, you could get the, uh, they replaced the back. I think with like a little sensor yeah. you could like stick it in the yeah. I think that's what we got eventually. that was off brand yeah it was not party yeah. it was third party but we uh, we had to buy a new sensor and that thing itself took like four double A's because it was wireless oh wireless and, sensor yeah and now that I know that that thing was only powering or uh, powering two little bulbs A it was like kind of chunky and B it ate those batteries for breakfast like <laughs> what the heck was that that was the most inefficient thing ever 
Gosh, I think probably as far as what was your input delay on a wireless controller to a wireless sensor to the Wii? Yeah, oh nothing. Well, because remember, it was only serving as two bulbs. There's no. So I guess it's the same. Input is the same. The the yeah, the controller input doesn't change. Yeah, Uh, that makes sense. No, it was it was fine. I mean, oh my gosh, I I I think we probably ate more batteries than anything that we owned growing up. That was like the thing that like. I don't know how many how this is relatable for most people, but like a battery hunt, like something yeah. needs batteries. Let's go find something else in the house oh, that has yeah. batteries. Yeah. Like oh, what's not sure. important that has batteries right now, and like finding. It was always a TV remote. Yes, every yep. time. Every time. taking from a TV remote. Yeah. Okay, that's a, yeah. I, I, oh, because but, but what some of the reason TV I would take remotes. from a TV remote was the only person that used the TV remote back then was my dad. Mm-hmm. And my dad wasn't a battery hunter. He would just either go buy batteries or go <laughs> to get them. So you would just empty the it Wii, out? The Wii's in the basement. We had a TV in the basement, a TV on this floor. All the batteries were in the upstairs closet on the far other end. So I would just walk up, take TV remote batteries out, put it into my Wii. <laughs> so so my dad gets so home. So you would have batteries and you were oh, still... Oh, my dad, we always had batteries. <laughs> so you still oh. just go get it. My dad would walk in and just be like, why does the TV remote not have batteries? He's like, oh, the Wii remote ran out. He's like, why didn't you just go upstairs? He's like, well, I was playing a game. Was, I needed them. <laughs> and he'd be like, son. And then he'd walk upstairs and replace the batteries. That's hilarious. Well, no, my our TV remotes were always triple A's. Some were triple A, yeah. And not, you know, Wii uh, remotes double A's. We, yeah, we had like, that was the other thing. Oh my gosh, the thrill of like battery hunting and like trying to figure out like what, like trying to remember the database in your mind of like what has triple A and what has double A. Yeah. Man, Lord help you if you had to find D batteries. Nine volt was always fun. You just find a random one, have to stick your tongue on it. We had some like big old. Be like, is this have any charge? (laughs) Yeah, that one's solid. (laughs) We had some big old Nerf guns that had some like D batteries in it. You guys ever have the Nerf Vulcan? It was like the one that had a. It was basically a uh, turret and had mega, a chain. Are those the chain. Mega yeah, I didn't. I didn't know the name, the, but yes, it was the I first. still have it if we want to bring it in one day. Oh. I the, might have two of them. So it was, <laughs> it was the first <laughs> one that took a chain. It like you fed it in and it had like a box. Incredible gun, and it had. Oh, like a, I got rid of the box immediately. It had a way bi- more yeah. fun to have the chain just, just hanging. It, yeah. Oh, yeah, it had a bipod, and you could just swivel. Somebody online actually made a turret out of it that like it sensed people and it would shoot. Oh, that's them. funny. Did, did you guys um, ever watch the YouTube Nerf YouTube? Oh videos? my gosh, never was Nerf. Yeah, YouTube, I, I had a Nerf YouTube channel. Really? Oh yeah, back in the day, it doesn't exist anymore, unfortunately. Ah. I, I wish it did. Um, but we, my neighbor and I, were really big into Nerf guns so much so that we owned. Between the two of us, and he owned a lot of them. I had a good bit, but we owned every Nerf gun in production at that time. Did y'all ever do the... Um, and so, yeah, we were big into that. The, like, air wow. restrictor mods? Oh, yeah. Oh, so, for sure. Unfortunately, we did yeah. some modding. Unfortunately, we were at the age where we were probably in, like... I mean, we were in elementary school, like, second, yeah. third yeah. grade when we were most into it. So, like, we weren't allowed to just be using power tools. Didn't stop us all the time. <laughs> I I distinctly remember us. What are the drills that are kind of on a stand and drill downwards? A drill press. A drill press. Yeah. I distinctly remember us breaking a gun and then trying to fix it by drilling into it with a drill press <laughs> and then breaking it more. I think we used a bandsaw at one point. Oh. Like just we were not supposed to be doing any of that, but yeah, we had the air mod. I don't think you just had to take it apart. I used a screwdriver. No, I was like twelve. Some guns to take the air restrictor out, you had to drill them out. A lot of the older guns. Some of them you could. Uh, We also did. We dabbled in painting guns. Yeah, I would. uh, I I painted my um. Yeah, it was whichever gun you like had the. It was a revolver. The Maverick. Yeah, I I took the air restrictor. I I took the air restrictor (laughs) out of that and uh, camo painted it. Gosh, dude, yeah. So I could pull it out and just. 
They left welts. That I, thing shot. Really? It was great. I'd be curious to know if I had like a slideshow of how many Nerf guns I could still name. I still have them, all of mine. So, you how many can you try name? and find? Try and find like a, a can you name this? It would have to be anything pre twenty. Oh, that's the probably. that's the Fortnite llama. Yeah, nowadays it's all that Rashad nonsense. Jennings edition. But like, there's those names are swirling around in my head, and like a lot of the iconic ones that came out around my time, like I know them all for sure, like guaranteed. I would love, yeah, Nerf guns are a great time. They were like a very fun toy to my play parents, with. My parents kept them all because they were like, well, one day you might have a son and want to play Nerf. Have I have all of them. You have them? Yeah, Dude, we kept all of them. We're going to have to take a visit into the vault. We kept all of my Nerf guns and all of my Matchbox cars. How many Nerf guns did you have? Uh, 20, 30. Something like that. Big hunt, dude. We're going to have to get... Do you have the Raider? A little pump action one that you... Oh, yeah. The slam fire? Yeah. That was a big deal with the uh, 35 I have a list. dart drum. Also, the, uh, whatever that sniper rifle was. The long was strike or the long shot? Two know. different ones. One of them had a... Well, they both had I think I had both because one was like a more... Uh, one was like more one triangular. Was that was a long shot, the bulky And then one. one was like more refined. And that was the long strike. The long shot, you could twist off the front of it as well if you had the yes, extended barrel. I yeah. did. And that turned into a pistol, right? <laughs> yep. Yeah. And it was a pretty sick scope as well with that one. Yeah. I had that. Oh, gosh. My all-time favorite gun, though, was... um, You could break it down to a pistol. The recon? Maybe. It was like an. A, it just but looked you like could an put, AR. You could put Did the pop out the. Um, you could pop Zog. out the bump stock. It wasn't a yeah. bump stock. The uh, what the frick was it? Just shoulder rest. We'll call it. And then add the barrel. Yeah, a recon did that. There's a it was quite a electric. few. That were, they started when they started doing the modular stuff. They really hit their stride. One of my favorite Nerf guns that it wasn't a good gun as far as how it performed, but it was just really cool. It was called the Deploy. It looked like a briefcase looking thing. You pressed a button, it snapped it out, out the place. Yeah. That was a good time. I, that one might have broke, but I had Whoa. that. It was a great time. It sucked as a Nerf gun. And and like I don't I haven't been in the game for a long time because I know nowadays they make Nerf guns that actually shoot kind of hard, especially when they start doing those mega Well, now ones. they have the gel blaster. Yeah, yeah those look fun. Those are, those well, are the gel blasters have been around for a long time. They used to suck. They've gotten a lot better. Yeah. But Nerf guns, when I was like we would judge like in the nerf world you judged a gun by what it shot flat which is if you held it flat and you just pointed it straight what did it shoot how far it went so you'd say like oh it shot it shoots 30 flat and like if a if a gun and nerf would even brand that way yeah and they used to like nerf would gas up a product if it shot 30 feet yeah which is like hilarious that's why we would we would do it in our my parents basement because like corner to corner was like 50 feet yeah it had to so. be close quarters and so yeah it was it was a lot of fun now We'd built up some uh cardboard forts and yeah go to town and and it it was probably for the best that nerf guns we also oh we did have the rocket launcher yeah the it big up. and it yeah. had like that the titan i don't think called. i i think that one broke too that I one had, actually I had hurt the, bow. the, the bow problem with was the mega darts yes the problem was we got to a point where my brother was like 17 or 18 and i was like 12 or 13 that's not the age you should be playing with Nerf guns anymore. No. Because then you're going to... That's like Airsoft. Yeah, That's like yeah which we a, had Airsoft guns, airsoft but during the winter, point. you wanted something to do. Oh, yeah. So we would just play video games, and we wouldn't we wouldn't like go have Nerf battles. It was like, how can we make this hurt as much as possible? Yeah. And so a lot of Nerf guns got broken during that time. And what's funny is a lot of... Like a lot of the Nerf guns that were the best were the most simple ones. Like if you were actually those little have, like singles, the oh, like yeah. handheld pistols you pull yes. back, those things yeah. they shot piss missiles. They oh, were they insane. Were, they were insane. Yeah. One of the best guns, like most fun guns, were the pump ones. They only ever made a few of them where you would pump them up with air. It would comp- it compress basically, and then you would just be able to hold the trigger. And there was one called the Mag Strike, and it was like a twenty round 
magazine that you put into the top of the gun. And when you pumped it up and shot it, it like went up and it made a really loud noise because something like the way that they made the uh, the magazine like feed was so that it would make like this loud clicking noise. So it was like abrupt. If you popped around a corner and shot, you only had one spray with it because once you started, you had to just let it rip. <laughs> but when, when somebody popped around a corner that thing, it was terrifying. The That's max, fun. that was a good time. And they made one too that was like, uh, that held more darts. It was like more of a circular barrel that spun and shot them. Well, like, later on, they started making the ones with the circle dart, like the, like the balls. The balls, yeah. Yeah, that those, was like ones, towards the, those ones are fast. Those are like the Vortex ones or whatever. I've never had those. They, uh, yeah, that was towards the end of when I was getting into it when they started releasing those. I had one that it came with a drum magazine. So it held. Mm-hmm. The, it had the like orange tip darts. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And then it fed down and was like a drum magazine. Yeah. And then I found out that I could just put that on the sniper rifle. Oh, yeah. And then you just because the sniper magazine, even the extended ones, are like ten. Yeah, yeah. one of the but be- you put that drum on there and you just sit across the well, that basement. Was, just that was one of the allures of Nerf was that it was all modular and like all of the barrel systems, stock systems, and the rail systems and the the mags were all universal with some exceptions, but pretty much. And eventually they just started selling like you could just get kits that had yeah, like, I like, had, like I had like I had like a, a laser. Something. Like pointer yeah, side things, red red dot. I had like flashlight. I oh so many. I don't think I read the flashlight. Too. Nerf also made some swords. That yeah, were, I never oh, did that. Yeah. They were they were like, like the battle axe. Yeah, and and the swords and axes and stuff like they were basically a pretty durable foam, and then there was like PVC inside, obviously. Yeah. But they did some damage. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They hurt. Yeah, I never got into that. You could. You did could. you ever have the vest? Like the vest with the bullets. Oh yeah. Like you got oh the yeah. There, yeah, there was, they, yeah. There Those was. Yeah. There was. Sick. It was a lot. Nerf was fun. There was a lot. Nerf was Airsoft was a great time, but I never... I never got into it. Airsoft, you needed a bigger group. Yes. I had like three yeah. or four of us that had... like We all had Airsoft guns, yeah. and that was fun. We'd play in my parents' backyard, but like I would watch Airsoft YouTube, yeah. and people would go to like the paintball forts and stuff and play Airsoft. That looked like a good time. Airsoft, you basically need... Yeah, big groups and really cool land. Same with yeah. paintball. Paintball, like, I played... I played quite a bit of paintball but that was because like my uncles were into it my uncle owned a great piece of land for paintball and then people from my dad's work were really into it one of my dad's employees was like a semi-professional paintball player so like he would go on the weekends and play in paintball tournaments yeah and so once a year my dad would have a paintball outing back then and so pretty much all the men that sounds the ladies were invited but never were interested makes sense all the men took it very seriously and so they would all travel to like different paintball uh whatever you call it around once a year and so once i got to be like 12 or 13 i got to go with them and we went to one it was like an hour and a half or two hours away and we had like 15 or so of us but the um i think it was wanted to be like a 20 person group and we didn't quite have that many and so it was just a public like open to the public so they like paired us with like a group of five that had come and the guy that was like a semi-pro or however, I don't know how professional paintball works. He might have just been a professional paintball player and it's just not full time, but he was dirty. And so he didn't bring his like double action trigger gun because he did he was, he didn't want to dominate us. So he just brought a pump. Action. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's full auto at that yeah. point. When yeah. you have the double, it's full. So he auto. just brought oh, a yeah. pump action because he didn't want to dominate us. He wanted everyone to be able to have fun. Well, the five guys they put with us all had like the double action. Uh. And so he was like getting heated because he was like, I should be able to annihilate these guys, but I can't. And so it was very funny by like the first game 
I forget how it was split, but he was on our team, and it was we were playing t- like a team deathmatch format, and we lost, and he got like really competitive, and so we got in like the group, and he's like, we're not losing this time, guys, and like started, he like took over, because the first game was just like, let's go have fun, the second game, we had like a strategy <laughs> meeting prior to it, and he was like, look, what we're going to do is three of us are going to flank this fort, you two go up in here, and um, I was the smallest and the youngest, I think the second one we played was like capture the flag, and so he was like, us three are going to be really aggressive and be the distraction. Hunter, leave your gun. Don't use your gun. Just it, when I yell, you'll hear me yell now, and you just sprint. There's nothing better than getting told, leave your gun and I was run. like, all right, yes, sir. And so we were in the woods, and the flag was on the top of this hill, and then it was like a valley, and there was hills on both sides, and the out of bounds was up top, and it was like a valley, and then there was like a hill in the middle, and you started on both sides in the valley. So we had one group go up the side, and they were like kind of like, sniper fire-esque and then the group of three attacked middle and then when he yelled now I took off sprinting and I sprinted up the path he told me to and I got to him and he saw me and there was like I guess three or four people were pushing up and so I was about to get lit up I didn't really realize it at the time I just was told run to the flag and sprint back well he jumped in front of me and like started sprinting next to me and this dude didn't miss with that pump action. They were like, <laughs> and he's like, doo, 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 doo. and then out of nowhere, like all their hands start going up, and he's just like pump action, just lighting them up. This is a pump action. And I was like, uh, what is happening up. right now? Yeah, he did. Like it wasn't even like CO two. Like it was yeah. air, and so they didn't go far. He had to be like from me to Silas to hit these people, and they're like, and he's just somehow getting. It was like a hero movie, and I grabbed the flag and I sprinted back, and they had like cover fire on me. It was it was incredible. And we won that game. And from there on out, he was in like competitive mode. And at some point they flipped the teams and he was against us and he, he squad wiped us. Cause then he was with all the good people. So it was like six of them against like 13 of us. Amateur hour. And I mean, we were like me and my cousin, where we went, they had like a two story fort electric. This was incredible. And so my cousin Tyler and I got up into the top of this fort and we were like, lighting people up it felt incredible you had like a certain amount of lives or something i forget how it worked but the game went on for like 30 minutes and it was getting kind of late game and i i had one life left and we were both in this tower the whole time and tyler also had one life left and so i was like i'm gonna go down and so i walked out and walked around as soon as i got around the corner there was a team sneaking up on us no way no just i got lit up i had like 10 shots to the chest and so the rule was like you couldn't obviously notify your team after you got hit that was one of the rules and so you had just I raised my hand walked away knowing Tyler's got no idea (laughs) and so I walk over and I'm standing next to my uncle Tyler's dad and my dad and we're sitting there and we're just like 30 feet away and we're just watching this group of like four guys just sneak up the steps behind Uh, Tyler and uh, the the door's right there and all you want to do is just be like Tyler run but he's trapped there's only one stairwell and he's in the top and he's just like looking you can see through the window he's just like looking out looking for people and obviously there was like no one left because the whole squad's behind him <laughs> and sure enough the they like leaned up against the door and then the one dude opened the door and they had the like double trigger and you just heard and your tiger go ah <laughs> and then he just walked out and his whole back was just paint and he just like walked out he's like why did no one warn me i was like we couldn't he's like so y'all just sat there and watched me die <laughs> it was very funny it was one of the most fun i've ever had playing paintball the first time i played paintball i was yeah probably probably in middle school probably 13 years old and i was really scared about it oh the first time's terrifying yeah and it didn't help that we went and played on this this family's farm in the woods like might as well have been a war zone and 
the people that we were playing with were taking it so seriously to like we get in we like start it's capture the flag in these in this woods i already felt like i had been deployed like i i was terrified i was like this is war and i hate it and like i i just want to go home to my family <laughs> like it really felt like it was so serious to me i was so scared and then um the other team had smoke grenades yeah oh they started just popping them and so now there's just smoke everywhere and you just see paintballs flying through it oh i was horrified it was, it's incredible though there's no feeling they had like ghillie it. suits too what yeah dude did people you guys, did you guys th- ever play the arena like arena paintball no where you have like the inflatable i only i've done I laser tag the doritos i did do a laser I, did la- tag. I did laser tag on on the on the liberty uh, one my um one of my one of the people i went to high school with their parents started a like side business and it was, uh, you could like, they would come to your birthday party or event or whatever and bring laser tag. So they'd bring mm. the inflatables oh, and cool. set it up and then you'd play competitive laser tag. Yeah. And so we had like our, it was called the sports banquet, but basically our prom. And post that we had the after party that the school would put on. And so went to it my, I would typically never go to sports banquet. I would just go to the after party because I wasn't about dressing up and all that. And it was my, I think, 10th grade year, I started dating my now wife. So I went to sports banquet immediately after go to the after party and it was in our high school gym and we roll in and they had all the lights off and they just had like black lights That's sick. and they had the whole gym set up for laser tag and they made it like a bracket. And so you got on your team of like five people and you just, we, that was like till like 1am we played laser tag. Laser tag can be a great time. Oh, it was incredible. I've never, yeah. Cause they had, their guns were like, I had played laser tag at like the beach and it was basically like the one at putt putt, which yeah. the one at the beach was the same like guns as putt putt, but it was in a much cooler arena, but it was just like, you had your little pistol type gun, you wore the vest. That was it. This, they had like ARs basically. Mm-hmm. They did the exact same thing. But you felt like you were carrying an M4, and oh my word, it felt it was incredible. Yeah, laser tag when it's when you play like fully upgraded See, laser I, tag, it can be a great. Time. I I never played that. The only one I played was at putt putt. Yeah. No putt putt uh, laser tag sucks. I, I played it like it's once. not. It gets worse than than putt putt. It gets it, worse. It's yes. not yet. Well, the key the yeah. key putt putt is a pretty cool arena, but it's small. And then yes. the other big key to the putt-putt one is you can't see the lasers. If you play somewhere that does the fog to where you can see the laser yeah. shooting, that that ups Adds the game it a million. Because, okay. yeah, there was a place where I grew up in Lancaster called Laser Dome, and it was a dome. It was huge. Yeah. So you're going – there's elevated bridge systems and all this. They had way more game modes. Each base – you didn't have to, like, walk out to see the scores. Each base you could, like, see everybody's scores – um, and then you could see the lasers. If like if you go to a place where that's what they do is laser tag, you're yeah. probably in for a good time. It's when it's like well, it's similar it's to like escape rooms, go karting or go karting. Yeah, you know, and escape rooms. Yeah, there's like, a, there's some things if you if go karting at least you're always gonna have some type of fun. <laughs> yeah, because you you're in a go kart sometimes. <laughs> but no, there's levels to everything. Last time we did go karting, last time I did go karting at a pop up ones, I mean, was got kicked out because. Well, they're so like strict, no bumping rule. You're not allowed to bump anybody. Yeah. And it's like, I'm sorry, but if my buddy, like we weren't, we weren't being ridiculous by any means. We weren't like trying to head on collision each other, or spin each other <laughs> out. But if my buddy tries to cut me off on the inside, guess what? You know, Max, we're stopping. I'm swerving in. <laughs> I'm absolutely swerving in there. And yeah, I might clip him, but that's just part of the game. Now you we know? used to always can't get, give up the inside. We used to always I get can't. yelled at for the no bumping. Yeah. But oh. like you take a whole youth group to. That's a silly rule. You take well, a whole Nico youth group to go kart. Yeah, that's silly. I mean, what do you what do you expect? You have a bunch of 
if you 15 de- year olds driving a go-kart yeah. if you designed your carts to not be able to withstand a little bump then like what are you doing it was and, more and a safety concern, make me I sign think. a waiver then i'll sign i'll sign the papers yeah. and i'll go down and fly well, in the in the actual go-karting places you do they also have those bumper boats at putt-putt oh, those suck. are a joke yeah no, well those let me tell joke. you why they suck is because a they're slow and b the one time i did them I get halfway out there and realize that my weapons don't work. So everybody just surrounded me and just dumped That's on funny. me, dude. I was like, stay away. I'm on When they first put it in, it wasn't really announced if they had them or if it was, we just didn't pay attention to Putt Putt's marketing. And yeah. so it was like end of our school year, we would typically have like an after school party mm-hmm. that like your class or it might've been like the whole high school. I don't know. A lot of people were invited to, it was typically at Putt Putt. And so it was mainly in middle school. And we rolled up one year, and none of us would go to putt-putt on a regular basis. And so we rolled up, and they had these bumper boats now. And we're like, this is going to be, this is it. <laughs> Let's go. But since you didn't know, no one brought a change of clothes. Oh, yeah. And so you, you just got in there, oh. and next thing you know, you're soaked. And then you're like, the, yeah. and then we did it early. And then we had to go play putt-putt and like try to, oh. we, we did go-karts after, hoping to dry off. We didn't. You're just sitting in like. Wet clothes, wet butt, man. Wet butt. It's yeah, brutal. That Public Fun Center is the classic place. They have arcade, some amount of food, uh, putt putt, laser tag, bumper boats, batting cages, and bumper cars. And because they do all of those things, and considering the size of what they are, every single one of them is mediocre to bad. Yeah, none like, of them are great. None of them are great. But it's a fantastic time when you're in elementary school. Oh, well, of oh, course. Yeah. I mean, you can you can have a fun time there with the right group, and like the putt putt. It's boring, but it, it's still putt putt. I mean, I would just go to Tiny Town, though. Yeah. Well, Tiny Town has way more features. Way more what obstacles. we need to do yeah. is at Although, some point. I'm getting sick of their greens, dude. At some point. Really? They're so fast that it's like you basically breathe on the ball and it rolls 20 feet. At some point, I need to take y'all to uh, Hot Shots in uh, Smith Mountain Lake. Oh. It has. So it is. I'm assuming it's still in business. It's the best mini golf I've ever played. It, oh, it is like at, like really good like greens all all over like all overall. Over. Oh, yeah. Hot Shots. That's like the isn't is that the brand of mini golf where it's like meant to look more. It like looks like golf. golf. Yeah, yeah. I, I know. Hot so Shots. it has a rough. It yeah. has your actual green, and then it has like the sand, which is like a rougher. It's a little different than rough. It's almost like Velcro, and then it has water all through it, and it still has like your. It still has some of. It doesn't have any of the gimmicky like windmill type putt putt thing yeah it's still there but um it has it still has like your decision making like you can go over this tiny bridge that you might go in the water or you can go out and around or it still has like some secret ones like one of them you hit it in the water and you roll down the river and there's a grade at the end and it takes you across so like it still has some gimmicky the best of both worlds yeah it still has some gimmicky parts of putt putt but you don't it's fair if you don't yeah it's fair and you don't like you, it's not just like in your face. Yeah. Uh, but it, it's a blast. And they, I don't, they have an arcade inside. They might even have bumper boats at this point, but um, the putt putts, which you're there for. I do love it. It's, a, do it's love a good time. Putt, man. I love it. It's a great time. The beach. I play, putt putt at the I play beach. it at the beach. The one we play at the beach is pretty good. It's, it has good greens, which is nice. And, um, it has an okay mix of obstacles. It's like pretty, it's pretty like skill based. The only thing I can't stand about it is the border that they use. It's like these bricks or rocks, but there are in serious inconsistencies 
to where some like the bounces that you get and then also sometimes there's ones that have a little bit of angle to it and you'll just ramp out and if they were all like that and it's like a way to control you banking it super hard i'd be i'd be okay with that but it's like literally if you hit one inch to the left or right you might just ramp out of bounds and that was getting me heated mini golf at myrtle is a great time getting me heated well yeah, yeah. i mean if you go to a big beach you have a million i, think golf I went options. to one in florida and one they did on the last hole, if you hole in one, you got like a hundred bucks. Oh, dang. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, it wasn't it. easy. The, of course, but. Most of Myrtle's, like, you get a free round if you yeah, hole in one the final. But the, I forget what course it is. There's a course at Myrtle Beach that it always advertises, like, they do the U.S. championship for mini golf at this course <laughs> Bro, every year. I've watched them cover that stuff That's before. Awesome. It is too funny. Yeah. Do they use, like, their actual. Like, I don't no, know. No. I don't know anything. The ones I've no? seen, usually they're using mini golf style putters. It's probably oh. like a rule. They probably have, you probably have to use like a met or a, a rubber putter, which, yeah, I mean, those things. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, I'm, all, I'm always, I'm always too tall. I mean, more, more so what would be short. probably more important would be like, what kind of ball are they allowed to use? Cause like mini golf balls are pretty yeah. like light and springy where like if you have a normal golf ball, yeah, they, they well, the ones that our, our pup out here are all worn down. They're all trash. Yeah. Yeah, man. They're we do. I putt putt is a cash cow though. If you do it right and you get it in the right area, it is such a cash cow that I'm surprised that we don't have a better miniature golf place in this area. I'm sure it's coming. And I'm a heck. I'm yeah. surprised they haven't put one on campus, put one on that campus and you charge people f- like their uh, flames cash, their student cash oh, for that. Yeah. I mean, there's, they did that with bowling and that's why yeah, people do the bowling. bowling. Like yeah. I, I'm just, you give some activities out like that. Cause I, I think a mini golf, should we do it? Should we invest? Mini Let's golf place. If you put, if you could get one on wards, which that would be the hard part. Cause like right now the ones we have are obviously on Timberlake, which is just far enough away from the students and they yeah. still play them. But if you could get one on wards and it was entertaining, forget it. You it, know what? Or you in know the what mall? should do, who should oh, do it is, mall. um, that could be a play rookies behind yeah. those oh, woods behind yeah. where they were like talking about putting a disc golf course in. Do mini golf there? Plow oh, those trees down. Oh my god! Because all you have the audience rookies, already there. They're already going. To, oh you already my gosh, have the audience. Yeah. There. That's what I'm saying. You're you're drawing people for your ice cream. It's just like, hey, you know, if you buy ice cream, it's two dollars or whatever to yeah. go play mini golf. You get get Nickerson on the phone because you all you already have the uh, your workers too. It's not like you have to yeah, do anything yeah. extra to give oh them my, have them hand out a oh putter. My gosh, That's incredible. It's genius. Yeah, and just genius. play some putt putt back there. Let's let's ask them if we can like. How do we? They get, own that land. Yeah, I think we ask if we can rent the woods to put a putt putt in. We don't even have to mini golf. We we can do it two ways. We can either rent it or we can get a royalty deal. We will design the course. We'll contract it. We'll do the work for you. You yeah. put up the money, and then all we want for our efforts, and we'll even help you market it. All we want for that is just royalties on every. You charge, let's say you charge um, six bucks, seven bucks to play. We get a dollar fifty off of it. Every time. I think the second we mentioned it to them, they would that's just be like, huge. that's a genius idea. And then they would just yeah. do it themselves. We get NDA signed before. Yeah. Intellectual property. <laughs> they're nice guys. They're NDAs nice. is not a non-compete. That just means they're not going to tell anyone that it was our idea. That I meant non-compete. <laughs> Wait, how do we get people to like, do we like, how would you, how would you get like, go into that? Like if you were to say, if you were to pitch an idea to a company and you're worried they might steal it. And it's not, it's not like an original invention that you can get. I don't know. If it's something like that, where it's. We record the conversation. But I don't even think you have. Like, there's nothing. It would have to be a non-compete of some type. Like um, they're not competing with you because you don't have the course. But it would have to be. You could probably just get a written agreement 
um, like this, of like a, a certain period that you won't act on this information or something. Yeah, Dude, I'm telling you, man. I mean, I'm telling you, man. But that would be a if I'm rookies cow. and someone yeah. tells me I have an idea, but I'm not going to tell you till you sign this piece of paper that says you can't take my idea for seven months. I'm not never signing yeah. this paper. Yeah, they're gonna look. No, at dude, they're nice like, guys, man. Sick. They're nice guys. Asking to rent the woods would probably be a better play because, like, we could you log it. That's super easy. How yeah. much does it cost? Well, to you install no, you get money off is, the logs. The only problem you is if you if you log it, yeah. there is a dump right there. Ooh, that's the only. Uh, you got to keep downside. enough trees. You got to keep enough trees. How and you gotta put some air fresheners out there. Install. <laughs> we gotta figure this out. How much to install mini golf? Hey, don't we have turf? Not, not enough. Because it's like not it's, the right type. It's websites that that there, you, there's websites that do this. Um, that like sell the obstacles. They'll sell you the course designs. Like you, you basically can buy it. Uh, like a, a typical 18 hole concrete mini golf course can range from 150 grand to 500 uh, grand. Oh, on. Pretty expensive. Well, well, I guess you have to. One hundred and fifty grand put concrete under all of the yeah. uh, things. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Well, and it's yeah, it's going to depend on. I mean, they're factoring in everything, like grading, landscaping, lighting, like yeah. So I mean, if you were on the one hundred fifty grand side of that thing, it probably wouldn't. That would not be the craziest thing ever. How many? Okay, well, if you were to spend one hundred and fifty grand. I mean, miniature golf, you're you're definitely getting away with charging eight bucks a person. Like that's even pretty cheap. So if you 150 grand divided by eight, you need eighteen thousand seven hundred fifty players. So divided by let how long is your window to play around here? Probably like two hundred days. Sure. Yeah, sure. two hundred. We'll just say two hundred days a year. So you need ninety three people a year to pay that off, uh, or ninety three people a day. a day to pay that Ooh. off in a year. That's not that bad at all. Ninety three. <laughs> Think no, 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 but, but that's only a year. So you could pay it off in five years, which oh, wouldn't be that yeah. crazy. Okay. And you pay it off in five years, you need an average five. of 18 people a day. Oh. And you're not even, five that's years. not even counting like the snack sales or like, or. But you have to play, pay employees. Not if you're doing, not if rookies did it. Not if rookies, not if rookies, yeah, not if rookies did it. If rookies did it, then there's also the draw of how many people are going to come to rookies because they're like, well, we want to go play mini golf, maybe get ice cream after. Let's just yeah, do it context the for the Context hey, for the banter. Rookies little, is like, an, it's an ice cream. Deal. It used to be a it originally ice cream was called truck. Rookies. Yeah. It, it basically used to be an ice cream truck. Now they have multiple locations, but it's very popular amongst the student population in our area and they own some property behind. And I'm telling you right now, we might not have to get a proposal together. <laughs> you guys pay for it. Yeah. Uh, that would that would be I I we just could do think, a little meal deal a little I, golf golf and cookie action <laughs> twelve yeah, bucks no, listen we just want free golf that's all we want <laughs> I I am saying though like it's crazy like how that isn't being because like you see I see it all over the place like when we were at the beach the beach that we go to in North Carolina is like a pr- kind of popular it's called Topsail Island um, and it's popular it's not like as big as the outer banks in north carolina but it's popular and there's literally only two mini golf places within there's 50 only, miles there might only be two at the outer banks which is which is so silly because if you go to that mini golf place that we go to the, one of them is like at the pier and it's barely even mini golf it's like very so there's really only one legit one and if you go there on any given night at any point during the summer, it is flooded with people. Yeah. It is making so much money and it's probably like 12 bucks a person. Like it is so crazy that I was like, literally I was like watching it and I was like, you could put one of these in across the street and it would do really well. Just from the fact that it would be a new one. 
like yeah. people would go play it. Like everybody who came back the next year to the beach would go play the new one. It, so like I, I don't understand, man. Not enough mini golf in the world. <laughs> we need more mini golf. We need more mini the golf. The Outer Banks. Uh, I was talking to Liz because like the Outer Banks doesn't have a lot. Like Myrtle Beach is a very much you're on vacation to spend money at Myrtle Beach. Yeah. Like the beach there is fine, but that's not the draw. It's not a fishing. Myrtle Beach is not a fishing place. Um. Now South Myrtle's dirty Myrtle. South Myrtle. Myrtle. North Myrtle's very it's a much golf like destination. Yeah. North Myrtle's very much golf. Shopping, mini golf, laser tag, escape rooms. Like it yeah. is it is a tourist heavy. The Outer Banks is a very like chill Go to the beach. You go to the beach, mm-hmm. you fish, the shopping there sucks. Food there's great. I've been to the Outer Banks now. I can I can like I feel um, like I'm in on the joke. TWs, I didn't understand when you got back and I've you said something about TWs where you were like, it was not what I expected at all. And you're like, we're talking about it. I was oh, like, this doesn't. multiple locations? Yes, but that's not the problem. Oh. You were talking about, I was like, that doesn't sound like TWs. Yeah. They expanded. Oh. So where you go upstairs yeah. didn't exist. That's on the That head. was the wall. That whole thing. So everything behind that. So it was a lot smaller because it's huge. Yeah, now. it was a lot smaller and the apparel was like an add on. Like it was barely yeah. there. So that, oh. that right wall was apparel. And then there was like two or three stations of apparel to that back wall. Well, that you was just it. saw it then when you were just well, yeah, there. I, yeah. <laughs> well, because my father-in-law came back. He goes, guys, have y'all seen TWs this year? We're like, no. He goes, they've expanded by, they're like oh, almost twice the size. Yeah, it's I was big. Like, and we walked in. I was like, Liz, they ruined TW. She's like, what do you mean? I was like, this isn't, this isn't it. Dang it, dude. I, I bought a, I bought my t-shirt. Oh, they have one. Um, mm-hmm. They have, so that's the original location. That one's not owned by TWs anymore. They okay. sold that location. They sold out. They dude. still own the one that's farther up the road. It's at a gas station. Oh, that's a lot that. more original TWs. Okay, I'm have to go to that one. Um, but anyways, but the Outer Banks, like it just got a Target. Like it's just getting into that. Yeah, I saw it. Has you a go to the now. beach to spend money vibe. It, it's just starting to get there. So we're entering the era of more mini golf and stuff going in there because, like, right now, there's literally I can think of two mini golf places I pass. But realistically, neither of them are that busy. Because I feel like most people that go to the Outer Banks, like, you're going there to relax, to fish. You're not really the going one, there with, like, a, oh. a, a like, spend money well, mindset. One, and if you are, most of what you're spending money on is food. Well, the one at ours, the only reason that it is so busy, I think, is because, because the beach, it, our beach is pretty small. As far as, like, retail and activities, it's, like, the only activity. It's like it, if you're gonna do something. Well, but that I mean, at Outer Banks, that's a similar vibe. Like there's, there's not really anything to do. You can go hey, to like the there's bowling is alley. Virginia I went. Beach. What? Virginia Beach is awful. Well, Virginia Beach is. Well, huge, Virginia isn't Beach it? is yeah. It's like Carolina Beach. They're massive. It's trash. Well, Virginia Beach is just trash. Yeah. I've never been to Virginia. Just, Beach. It's, it's like dumb. mud water. I don't, don't go. To. I it sucks. Go. I went to Virginia Beach for. I went to Virginia Beach for a um AAU tournament back. Have you guys ever been to like any of the Ocean Cities? No. Ocean City, Maryland, yes. New Jersey, or Delaware. Yeah. No. yeah, similar thing where it's like, yeah. it's just garbage. Yeah. Once a beach gets too big, it just becomes like, it's, yeah, it's a bit of a... Well, but Myrtle, the beach is at least like, like it's a very big touristy beach, but the beach is at least, you can go sit out on it, have, like, where I went in Virginia Beach, like, it wasn't even sand. Really? It was like rocky. Oh. oh. Not, not like rock, big rocks, but like almost like pebbly. Little rocks. Oh. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Like yeah, it yeah. wasn't comfortable yeah. to walk on. The water is kind of gross. It's, it's literally like mud water. It was like it was like <laughs> if you took downtown Lynchburg and put a beach next to it. Oh, heck yeah, it, dude. It, was, it sucked. I was like, <laughs> what? we were there for an AAU tournament and everyone was like, let's go to the beach tomorrow because we had like, we didn't have till afternoon game and we all showed up and we all like left. 
Think we of walked like the out James to the River downtown. Yeah, but a, a beach. Oh, that's sick. That's dude. Virginia Beach. That's Virginia. Beach. Yeah, there's a reason that you don't see Virginia Beach stickers everywhere here. It's like an hour shorter than the Outer Banks. Yeah, that's why everyone here goes to the Outer Banks. Makes because sense. the Outer Banks is at least like it's a nice beach, yeah, and there's I, a lot of like off roading. You go look at the wild what? horses. You go to the lighthouse down there. Yeah, it's a much more like outdoorsy beach. Did you ever do the Lost Colony? Yeah, well, we haven't done like the tour, okay. but you go, you can go to that. Uh, My wife's family is really big on the Lost Colony. Well, I love what the um, what's the Manio. Mm-hmm. That little st- town right there, adorable. So that's like ten minutes from Lizzie's uncle's house. Mm-hmm. So we'll go there for coffee sometimes. There's a little okay. coffee shop there, and we'll walk around down downtown Manio. And if you go across the bridge, it's kind of where like that Lost Colony yeah. stuff is. But we never, we don't do much of that. Um, but that's kind of like the Outer Banks vibe. But it's getting more because it's getting more and more popular. So it's getting more of that touristy. So my my um, father in law and I were talking. I was like, if you put a Chick Fil A like close to this target it's it's never the line would be to the road every all day every day because there's no chick-fil-a down there there are some businesses a starbucks a a target just went in a starbucks just went in like two or three years ago well like it's just getting chains okay so but all the chains are popping now imagine being a business like chick-fil-a like imagine if this was imagine if we were in their shoes where chick-fil-a you can still think of places in lynchburg when we have three chick-fil-a's you can still think of places where if they put one there it would never if you put one in forest the it line would, it would probably I mean, be their busiest put, one yeah, exactly put one down there by the crow right so like imagine if if just in lynchburg that is in existence you know that chick-fil-a for a hundred years will probably never run out of places that they could put a new chick-fil-a and it'd be free money so like it's just a matter of how much resource they have to like put new ones in they're always opening new ones always well, it's um, franchise. Yeah, it's because yeah. it's but not it, on Chick Fil A. But they have because Chick Fil A. It's a very cheap franchise. But to it's, get one into. Of, it's the lowest acceptance rate of any yeah. of them. It's so hard. But to But if get you one. get if because cash cow, it's free money. Whoever puts one at the Outer Banks will be a millionaire in a few years. Yeah, it's like it, they. It's so busy, yeah. and there's one road. The Outer Banks has yeah, the beach just a road, big highway road, and then they thing. have the highway. Yeah, you put a Chick Fil A on that highway. Forget it. Everyone coming in or it, out of it is going to stop there. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. I mean, Crumble Cookie does good. And it's a, so like the, how the Outer Banks works is there. There's one main bridge, okay. You get across that bridge, and then you don't stay at that bridge. So basically, everyone's going to drive at least like 20 or 30 minutes in some direction off that bridge. The Crumble Cookie is at that bridge, so the majority of the population is at least 25, maybe 30 plus minutes away from that Crumble Cookie. Mm-hmm. It's still popping off because. It's like one of the only dessert spots. Here's here's a question: If so, if you were given the opportunity to put in any franchise in in this town, and you, yeah. they were gonna they were gonna say, "Hey, we're gonna waive the fee." You know, you're still gonna be the the owner of that franchise, and you got to do what comes with. But we'll waive the fee, so like you're gonna just get it built, and then it's yours to run with. What are you picking? In Lynchburg, and yeah, in where we are. Wow. Where you? What are you dropping in? I mean, and I'll say this. Let's say you can't, because there are some easy answers, but you can't do anything that they wouldn't do it because of their region. Because if you put an In-N-Out in Lynchburg, obviously it would go nuts because there's none of them on the East Coast. But let's say you got to obey the regional laws. I would say a decent one could be Wawa because Wawa does get as far as as Richmond. So it wouldn't be too much of a stretch to get one here. I don't know. But it is Sheets As I grew up in Lynchburg, we, like I... 
have a stigma against Wawa. Yeah, I, well, if one it, came it, in, I would refuse to go to it. It's Sheets Country. It is Sheets Country, yeah. but there are. It's mainly, I think, it's not only Sheets Country, but because we have so many influx of liberty. I growing up in, in most out of towners that came from a Wawa area would trash on Sheets. Yeah, and it built up a hatred for Wawa. And I'm not the only that's one. True. Where no, like I hear people say something about Wawa, awesome. I'm like, yeah, but it's nothing on Sheets. So like yeah. I wouldn't. I think awesome. Wawa would struggle. There, yeah, there they would be fine. It wouldn't struggle, but yeah, be it, fine, wouldn't, it but wouldn't be like a boom. It wouldn't be a cash cow because there'd I'm be enough think, people that would intentionally not go to it out of spite, and I'd be one of them. Any other like restaurants? I, would, I I think I might do a Costco. Ooh, Costco could that, be good. That could be good. That or Costco like to a, compete with the Sams, like a Culver's. 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 Yeah. You know, I I'm thinking. I would bring something to the mall. Costco is a good one. If Ulta, if Ulta hadn't gone in, the I would. I'd mall. probably do an Ulta. Maybe like front. But facing. I think I think I'd go Lululemon. Oh, or front facing though, like or in the mall. I don't think it matters. Ooh, if you put I a think, Lululemon in Lynchburg with how many? But if you put stuff in the mall, sometimes people don't know about it. You, if you get it, like people Dick's, would, Dick's Lululemon, people would know. An Apple Store. That's a good one. I know oh, Apple Store would do good anyway. That's, yeah. that's a good idea. Because I just know there's a Lululemon and stuff in Charlottesville. Help and us all if they put in a Lululemon. I can. Trader I, Joe's. Trader oh, Joe's is a great Trader one. There, that's, that's the answer. Nah, that's Trader the Joe's answer. is probably the best. It's Trader Joe's. Because Trader Joe's, Lululemon, Torchy's Tacos, Raising Cane's would do anything that you too, have but, to go to Charlottesville. But the thing is, like, I know between my wife and then my wife's little sister and all of their friends. I would almost have enough to sustain a Lululemon right now based on how many drive to Charlottesville oh to shop bro. at it. If we, if and like you're driving an hour and a half to shop at it. If there was a Lululemon in this town, I would be in severe trouble. Because think of it. First oh off, gosh. all of like that, all the white girls at Liberty, yes. they're supporting the Lululemon on their own. Yeah. Then you add in the gym bros. It's a wrap. I mean, a wrap. Yep. you walk into Liberty, you already, like Liberty could sustain so many businesses. But it's like a weird thing well, because that's how college towns work. Yeah, because it's a weird thing because like Lynchburg's population is not big enough to, no. like Dave and Buster's, but for instance, has a population minimum yeah. where it like has to have this amount. That makes sense. But a Dave and Buster's here would make it because well, nine, nine because, months out of the year, you got fifteen thousand people that are going to yeah. go to Dave and Buster's, and, and it's fifteen counting for and that. it's fifteen thousand people that. Or a lot of times, like looking to spend money on on a Saturday night on a good time, right? Yeah, now. and if you put a Dave and Buster's right there. It's like, yeah, it's only fifteen thousand people. But it's fifteen thousand people Buster's. that are going to go a lot. I do think Trader Joe's is the number one. Trader Joe's That's is the a number no one. That's a no-brainer. But a, a Dave and Buster's is a good one. Lululemon, Apple Store, yeah, anything that Pretty you much have to drive to to Charlottesville right now. Yeah, any name brand. Because I remember, um, so there used to be there was a Chipotle in Roanoke and there was a Chipotle in Charlottesville. Before we had him here. Before we had him here. And this was in, we were we middle school-ish. Um, middle school, maybe I was in early high school. And oh, we have three here. Where's the third? One on Timberlake. Oh, yes. that's right. That I forgot about the Timberlake new. one. And then new. there's one on Lakeside and one on Wards. There yeah. we go. There's um, but we used to have none. And during the summer, like, my brother loved Chipotle. And so we would, it wasn't a rare thing for us to drive to Roanoke to go eat at Chipotle. And a lot of times we'd, like, go eat at Chipotle and... I don't know. You like in Charlottesville, you'd eat at Chipotle and go walk around yeah, at different shops, shops or whatever. Yeah. Um, Can you have Chipotle? I could have their chicken, but I hate their chicken. Oh, okay. Their chicken, chicken, their chicken gets gross. I always get the but carnitas. When one was happening here, they had like a little soft opening. Um, it was the Ward's one was the first one, and we went to the soft opening before the grand opening, and the line was 
incredibly it was like invite well, like just friends and family got invited they do big deals on their openings don't they like i don't know burritos. the soft yeah. open yeah. the soft they opening did. everything was free yeah because you they wanted to train their staff okay. and so the soft opening was just friends and family mm. plus ones and so like if you knew someone who was invited you could be invited and so we got we showed up to that and the line was like out and wrapped around and then the grand opening we drove by it was the same thing and then when it was just that one chipotle you were like, how did they not get here early? Because yeah. you, there was never a seat when it was just the one. They, it opened my senior year of high school, I think, around 2015 is when the first yeah. one came. And now here we are seven years funny. later and there's three. It is funny how many, there are a good number of businesses that we have in this country that they are so big and so popular that they can literally go just about anywhere with people and they will be popular. Like yeah. It, yeah. it must feel good to be a business owner and be like, yeah, where are we going to go next? We'll do well there. Like it, it just doesn't matter. Well, you guys have like in? a population minimum. Yeah. Did just you guys like get it. in on the the sheets nonsense yesterday? No, I didn't. The seventeen seventy six, seventeen seventy six, gas for a dollar seventy seven. Both are. I mean, both I saw our, the lines. Yeah, no. I did not. Both I'm of not our um, yeah. both our cars were full, so there's no. I I did not get out in line. I I somewhat regret it, but I I there's few things that make me like. There's a few things I not want to do more than sit in line for gas. Yeah, <laughs> it's just something because it's something that you normally don't ever have to get in line for. So like Here, the idea luckily. of it, and like yeah, it would have saved me just like fifty percent, twenty off bucks. Almost. It would have yeah. saved me twenty bucks to fill up my cars. But like, do I want to like save twenty dollars to wait in line for potentially a half an hour? Not really. On, on, on the 4th of July. Didn't really want to do that. No. no. And then they ran out. They ran out of gas eventually because I was going to try and oh. snipe it at night. See if it got like low key, but they ran out. What did y'all do for the Fourth of July? Uh, had some. Anyone do anything fun? Nothing uh, crazy. No, nothing crazy. I yeah. Uh, destroyed my parents. Um, oh, no. That start they, good. They had like <laughs> they they have like a ramp going up to their house. Okay. The the people before them had it, and so we were taking that down. Oh, so it was oh, intentional so to, destroy. to destroy. Yes, it. yes. Supposed to destroy it. Did it you was, blow it, it up at least? Fun. Yeah. You blew it up. Yeah, I blew it up. Oh, heck yeah. No. That's fun. No. Uh, but like we like we got like those big hammer things. We're just going, I'll tell you what I did for it over. I, I watched uh, Dude Perfect's video doing the gem hunt. Oh, that was electric. Again. You watched it? Yeah. Gosh, dude, the those what? guys, they did, they've done these gem hunting videos. Oh, I saw that. And they, they flew like all the different parts yeah. of the country. And they're finding, they're finding these just, just all these crazy gems. Like and one did, of them blew up the side of a mountain to get to the mine. Yeah, they, they do some cool stuff, man. Gem. I think I could totally get into that. Yes. Because like even the ones they're finding that like weren't really worth, like they're just pulling out these huge chunks of like amethyst and these crystals. That's and, like, what I would want. Some of them aren't worth a ton, but like they're just, it's just big, big crystals. And they yeah. just look cool. Yeah. yeah. They, it's just like, like the, oh, the little, found it. the little the red, red barrels. barrels, like crazy expensive, but like, they're, they're just small. Now, once you got the cut, I would want cooler. like I'd want to just pull out a piece of quartz and it's like, yeah, well, it might be worth fifty well, bucks. The one twin thing. that was getting those, the ones that were like called the something diamonds, but they're really just like a, a, a kind of quartz or crystal. Yeah. But they were big and they looked like diamonds. Like, yeah, dude, I would I would get in some gem hunting. We have to do a gem hunting battle. <laughs> but they they like they're totally like they have so much resources that they're able to like cherry pick these mines that are basically just rolling it out for him. Like, you're gonna yeah. find something. Yeah. Right. Like, it's... Yeah. I yeah. mean, sure. They've probably so already, like, spotted some. Have y'all been... Uh, I don't know. I don't... Yeah, some of the... I wonder, I wonder how... Yeah, I wonder how... Well, some of them come back sometimes in those videos, like, not with a ton of success. Like, in uh, this one, like, Cody was hunting sapphires and, like, didn't do... Didn't find any. He found crazy. some sapphires, but they were, he didn't clean them. Yeah, they weren't and that And they were great. tiny. Yeah. Uh, 
So yeah. Um, so have y'all have y'all been watching the Ryan Trahan new Penny series? I watched, I watched, I watched a little the first bit. one. I watched, I watched a little bit. That's an electric series. Yeah, I'm sad it's only seven days this time. It was a month was it last 14? time. It was thirty last time. Yeah. Oh, well, it 30. took. I think well, it took close to thirty. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of time to be. Well, he raised the road. what? Because he's, well, he's in Europe this time, the first isn't he? Video drops? He's in Europe. He's trying yeah. to get back to America this time. Yeah, but he, this time he like capped himself. Last time, I don't think he really capped himself. He was just trying to get across America, like money wise. And I think he tried to get across America in thirty days, but this time, yeah. this time it was like seven days to get back to the U.S. Uh-oh. And it feels a little more planned. It also is like several days before it released so mm. it's not as good as yeah. the first one but it is cool because he's in europe yeah, and ryan trey hench is very fun he's very yeah. entertaining he's got it he's got a great channel going yeah my goodness um he dominates i mean feastables mr beast donated a hundred thousand to him just because just because you get you get some marketing read for it that's late late so for, for i don't beast. know when that read happens when you even because like- when you're Mr. Beast, like, what is even the point of marketing at this point? Just <laughs> like, keep on who top. Do, who do you market with? Well, because like the Feastables, yeah. Feastables people <laughs> might not know. If you, yeah, if you're marketing, He's, your, he Feastables donated yeah, hundred thousand. Mar- when you're marketing your specific like sub brands, I yeah. guess that's what it becomes. Well, yeah. That's what it becomes is you got to make smaller brands so you can market something smaller than well, your yeah, main I brand. I heard, I heard it on some like podcast he was on. He was like, the companies that want to sponsor me can't because. I cost so much money yeah. per video because he costs so more just, than the Super Bowl. Yeah, so he's just gonna put his products into his sponsor video. When we were on the West Boom, Coast, we passed a billboard that had his face on it and said that it was like for a town, and the town was basically saying that Mr. Beast came here. Like I, I didn't s- see that. I saw that billboard oh. when we were driving. I want to say it was pretty early in the trip. It might have been like when we were in like Oregon or something. And I was like, "What the heck? Who is this guy?" <laughs> I mean, Feastables are in Walmart, right? Yeah, I haven't had them. Have I you? Think so. No, I haven't yeah, had them. I've had, I it. had it. I've had just like the the regular. Is it chocolate. good? It's yeah. I mean, it's, it's pretty I hard. I mean, it's chocolate. It's not hard to make a decent chocolate bar. Yeah, like yeah, you know, well, especially he's not if, making it. You just well, go to, right. That's right. what I mean. It's the same like, thing as Prime. So find somebody. Like someone just does it all. And it's like, hey, can yeah. you? We'll attach your name Prime, to it and you sell it. So here's the thing: Prime has a lemonade flavor now. That would probably be very good. Which probably is their best because it's meant to be acidic. Yeah. Is that in stores? I think so. Cause like, well, I don't know. I have to run a program. I don't know if you'd be able to find it. I, I haven't, have I haven't drank Prime in a while. Because like a lot of their flavors, I don't really love because they're so acidic and they're not really meant to be. But like lemonade is meant to be acidic, so I feel like I might enjoy yeah. that one. They've got a whole bunch of different flavors. Yeah, they've been. Well, did you see they became the official drink of Barcelona? FC, FC Barcelona. Barcelona. Yeah, they're huge. Did you they're, hear they're, they're the UFC too? Yeah, right? UFC as K- well. KSI and Logan Paul will, I think, are going to become billionaires from that business. Probably. Yeah. If it's not, I mean, what is Prime's valuation? I mean, we have a we have a massive Prime float over here. Like what's chilling? Yeah, what the heck is? What is Prime's valuation right now? I mean, but they don't. They're are they even the majority owners in Prime? I don't know. I don't know. Um, I mean, I know they are owners. Yeah, but to what extent? I don't know. Is that Uh, public info? Wait, they're not a public company. What now? Did they get acquired? Hmm. This is from November. That's a oh, long time ago. KSI's energy drink Prime Hydration's deal worth billions overshadows Dwayne the Rock Johnson's energy drink worth. Uh, okay, former rivals and now blah, blah blah launched the energy drink month ago. While they revealed this unexpected venture together, the brand itself was acquired by Coca Cola for ten billion. Prime was what? No, that didn't happen. That's 
That's, that's, that's literally. Wait. Well, they're also not an energy. It drink. was rumored. Okay, this next this uh, new article, newer article cites that it was rumored. So they reportedly own only own a combined twenty percent of the company. So they own like ten each. So they own ten each. So I'm curious to know. But I mean, ten percent of that. Now that they're in Europe, like crazy. I don't know. I mean, I, it's got to be worth. I think it's not ridiculous to say that that brand could be worth a billion dollars. Not really. Oh. It's definitely not ridiculous. Yeah. And now, I mean, but I, I. Did you hear a while back that somebody offered Mr. Beast a billion, like for his everything? Yeah. For his channel down. and stuff. His channel and all his brands. Well, he said he's gonna sell it at the end, didn't he? Doesn't he? No. At the end, he wants to put. He won't. He he claims that at the end he's gonna have all of his. Oh, they're gonna put their hand, put their hand on, on his, his casket. On his casket is what he said. Yeah. And the last one takes their hand off the casket gets the channel. Oh. That's what he claims. I don't think that I would participate in that if I were one of his buddies. Um, all his but like all of his guys that have still stuck around have got to be. I mean, they're all just going to retire. So February sixteenth oh, yeah. of twenty twenty three, they've got to be filthy. Uh, during some interview, um, Logan Paul confirmed the sports drink made two hundred and fifty million in retail sales and grossed one hundred and ten million internally. So they did one hundred and ten million in revenue. Um, I don't know if that's over the last year really or good. what, but I mean they're going they're they're going places. I'd love that to was see, in its first year. I would love 110 to see 110 uh, first year. Yeah, it's still got momentum too. I would love to see Mr. Beast's payroll. Like, how do they? How does he do? Like for the the guy, his buddies that are like really like like Chandler, one of the guys mm-hmm. has been there since the beginning. How was he initially getting paid? Because like they would they, pretty early in the game, they were doing videos where they were giving away really large sums of money to like some of those guys or like islands to them yeah. and stuff like that. And yeah. it's like, so you knew like there had to be a lot of money going around and like, but like these days is Chandler still getting paid? Does he just own part of Mr. Beast? Um, or is he on a payroll and getting paid a million dollars a year? Like what, what does that even look like? I wonder. I don't know. I feel like Mr. Beast would totally spill that in a podcast. He probably already has. He's pretty transparent. Yeah. Let, let, let's see if you can find that. I'd be curious how much Mr. Beast actually takes home a year, because he he yeah. his well, whole he, model he is gives away like, so much. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I wonder like he lives at the money. office. It I, wouldn't surprise me if he himself made like eighty grand a year. No, he definitely makes more than that. I understand. It wouldn't. Well, surprise I don't know. Me. I don't know what he pays himself. I'd be curious if if like where his money comes from, where if if it's like. Or maybe he takes like some from certain brand deals. Because like Elon Musk for years paid himself thirty eight grand. Right, because he was, but he was already a really rich dude. This is when he was a billionaire. Yeah, yeah. but he's he Tesla paid his salary as CEO was thirty eight thousand yeah. dollars for the first. I mean, this is as of like two or three years. Because like, I, it really? wouldn't surprise. Oh, because me. he owned Tesla went public. He owned Tesla stock, and he just like had scheduled sell. When you own a when you own a business that goes public, there's so much legality around when you can and can't sell because. They don't want you to pump and dump your own stock. So you have like scheduled sell-offs of your stock and stuff so that no matter what the stock price is, you sell it off. And so he would get a ton of money through that. But like he, his payroll line item for CEO was like 38 grand. Wow. There's the, the, his most, now this article is saying Chandler is paid a salary of a hundred grand a month by Mr. Beast. In addition to his salary, he also receives a percentage of the ad revenue generated by his videos. When is that? Um, when does Chandler have his own YouTube video channel? He does, but yeah, I don't know. 
I mean, there's there's no way he's making a boatload. These, the net worth video or net worth. No, most of that doesn't are mumbo jumbo. They just make it up. Yeah, I mean, they're they're just they're just trying to get clicks, but. I don't know. I mean, they just, they have to be, there's so much money floating around. I would just feel awful for any of those guys. If they walk away from this, not being able to retire at like age 30, <laughs> like they, they should, there's just so much money floating around. Yeah. Um, cause that's the thing about Mr. Beast is if he, if his cash flow went to nothing, he has so much in assets that he could liquidate. Well, he has like and, three warehouses. Yeah, he could just like, liquidate what he owns. Cause he buys a lot of his stuff in cash too. Some of the stuff he's financed, like I think he said that his like warehouses and stuff are financed, but like he he could liquidate and and have plenty enough to retire off of. Like I, don't, he just got a ton of assets at this point. Yeah, you can't really find any information. But yeah, there's no doubt that if Mr. Beast, one thing I I will give the guy credit for, if Mr. Beast was a lot of other people, he would be keeping a lot more and living more a lot more flamboyant. But Mr. Beast just doesn't seem to care about any of that. Well, I think he knows if he did that. He wouldn't be where it was. It would hurt his. It would definitely hurt the. Because uh, if you if image. you had that mentality, not in the brand image, I think it's just if you had that mentality, he would have never been doing. He would have never been bringing in two hundred thousand dollars and giving away a hundred thousand in a video, yeah, or whatever the ratio was. Because it is crazy to think like, yeah, I mean, because because if he's like face or what's the um who are those really annoying the dude and his wife and they did the boxing and never paid anyone. Ace family. Oh yeah. If he was an Ace family. People. Like he would never with his style of videos would never get that big because if they have a million come in, they want to keep nine hundred and fifty thousand of it. So they're like, Oh, we can give fifty thousand in a video, which sure that has a big Yeah thing, but you would never got to a million coming in from a video, I feel like. I wonder I wonder if like a lot Does of Ace his, Family still exist. Do they still make content? I I'm, I bet a lot of his expenses too, Mr. Beast, like because I mean the man literally like practically lives well, he does. He lives at his office. Yeah. I wonder if a lot of like the way he functions is just under his LLC. Like, how, like you can write off things like vehicle, you know, internet. Uh. Like even like if they are if they're buying food to stock the warehouse for employees. Like maybe he's just kind of living under his LLC. Like he doesn't really need his own money. <laughs> Did I don't you know. see his like? Uh, he's talked about thing? investments. He what? He's like he's lost like sixty pounds. Yeah. Did you see that? And someone. Oof. <laughs> It's not good. Oh, did you see the picture? No, it was like healthy. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. He's like, is he like working working out? out? Okay, that's good. You hear a guy like Mr. Beast is losing weight and it scares me a little bit because, like, that that dude, yeah. No, he took a, um, I'd love to see him. Yeah, this is his before and after. He said, woke up and realized I was a, woke up and realized I was a beast. I started lifting and walking 12,000 steps a day. Still got a long way from being yoked, but I'm happy so far. And that was before and this is after. Dang. Yeah, he looks good. And then someone said, it was that, that Greg account. He looks good. You know that this guy, Greg. No. He respond. He's massive on Twitter. I don't know who he is or why, but he responds to like everything Barstool, Mr. That's Beast, why like he's all massive. this stuff. But um, make a career on Twitter out of that, just <laughs> responding to big accounts. He where did he tweet? Oh gosh, because I saw Mr. Beast responded to him. Well, him and Airac are doing the. They're keeping each other accountable. They're doing the same thing. Oh, <sighs> where is it? He at some point he responded to him and told him. Um, he was like, if this tweet gets 50,000 likes, can I have the boxers from that second picture? And it got 50,000. And then he like tweeted at Mr. Beast and said, the tweet got 50,000. Let me know where to send my shipping address. So you can send me those boxers. And the only reason I saw it was Mr. Beast responded back and said, there's no shot. You actually want me to go get the boxers out of my dirty clothes and ship them to you. I don't know what happened beyond that. It does. But that was all I saw. Mr. Beast. 
This podcast always comes back to Mr. Beast. That is very funny. Really? In some way, shape, it or does. form. It does. It does end up It does up a here. lot. Well, it's because... Not it, that often, I How guess. did we get there this time? Business. Mm. Money. We started with Feastables Prime. Oh, Feastables. I think it started with Prime. Uh, no, you're talking about you talked about Feastables advertising with the Ryan Trahan penny Ryan series. Trahan, That's how we got is. here. Uh, it always would, comes back to I something. I think it would be funny if if like every episode at the end of it we'll just make Connor start doing this. We won't actually, but if we had a him do a roadmap of where our tangent went and no. each segue. Since Connor Connor's not going to listen to this episode. Oh. We should just make an agreement. That every at the end of every episode we somehow get to Mr. Beast. Oh, like from now on. Yeah, like and then like, like that's let, how we end then the episode. Let's like act like we didn't. And like when he's like, we always talk about Mr. Beast. But we'll just be like, what do you like? Not really. No, not like, really though. Like yeah, like not really. Like okay. just like the last like minute or two, we make it our goal to like we tie whatever we're talking like, to it's not difficult. Yeah, into it's not Mr. That Beast. Hard to do. It's not difficult. Just I mean, like say something about car. Be like, did you see the car Mr. Beast gave away the other day? Yeah, and then just like <laughs> boom, we're perfect. there. Yeah. That's funny. I think that's the new, and then we'll still do the like sound to end so that Connor doesn't yeah. get suspicious. But we just see how many weeks we can go before, mm. before he goes. Guys, why do we always talk about Mr. Beast at the end of every episode? Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about, man. That's that's a good little shtick. All right, well, what sound should we ended it with? I don't know. What did we talk about? Um, let's make. Oh man, let me just like take my brain off of every topic that we just talked about. I don't know. The sound of you walking into the mall and realizing there's a Lululemon there now. Okay. This is my sound. Go. It would be like, oh boy. Maybe like that. Cause there's like a little bit of excitement, I've got, a little bit of nervousness. I got mine. So this is me. I'm walking in by myself to the mall. Okay. No one knows Lululemon's going in. I yeah. just walk in. I see it going in. Yeah. Hey Liz. Yeah. Did you hear the mall shutting down? <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. The whole thing's underwater. Yeah. I don't know. So, um, yeah, well, I guess we'll just drive to Roanoke to shop or something from here on out. But yeah, I would stay away from that side of wards. whole mess going on. There you go. That's good. my, uh, buy me at least a week. Right. Yeah. Probably. Here's mine. Text pops up. Your card has been declined. Silas, <laughs> <laughs> so, do you own any Lululemon? I don't. You need to get started. Man. I don't no. think I do either. I don't have. You don't have anything. Which is I have one pair. I have a running hat. Similar. I have one pair of shorts. I'm jealous of that. I have one pair of shorts and one pair of joggers. I don't wear it. I wear my OnCloud hat. At my. I will say. I will say Christmas. though, as much as I like Lululemon, and I would absolutely buy more if I could afford it because I think it's great quality. Fabletics. A good bit of Fabletics products do the job for me, and you can get them if you get on the deals. You can get them at such a ridiculously cheaper cost that I would. Their shorts are buying going free right now. Yeah, I would absolutely stick to the Fabletics route, but if I have more money, Lululemon, oh yeah, all the time, all the time, every all day. 